This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider. Welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. I'm Jonathan Chance. On this episode, I'm going to talk with a very special guest about the importance of early detection testing for prostate cancer, as well as some of the various treatment options like brachytherapy. This is information that I wish I had before I was ever diagnosed with prostate cancer, and I think you will find this to be a very enlightening podcast. Now, before I introduce my special guest, I just want to say thank you to all our listeners throughout the U.S. and around the world who have made Prostate Cancer Aware such a popular podcast. And don't forget to tell your friends and medical colleagues to download and listen to Prostate Cancer Aware and help us in our mission to raise awareness about prostate cancer, the PSA test, and men's health. Now I'd like to introduce my special guest, Dr. Daniel Peterite, who is a radiation oncologist in Rapid City, South Dakota, who has received national recognition for his expertise in brachytherapy, cancer disparities, and clinical trials. Dr. Peter Wright is the principal investigator of the Walking Forward Cancer Disparity Program, which has been funded by the National Cancer Institute since 2002. The goal of the program is to lower cancer mortality rates for Northern Plains American Indians. He has also published over 120 articles in peer-reviewed journals and has received $16 million in research funding. Dr. Peter Wright, welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you, Jonathan, and to visit with your audience both within the U.S. and throughout the world. And I know we're going to talk about prostate cancer and a number of critical issues, but uh, really excited to share some time with you. Well, we are so honored that you were able to take time out of your very busy schedule to join us. I want to get started on this episode by talking about early detection for prostate cancer. It was by a twist of fate that I ended up getting a PSA test when I did. And in short, that PSA test saved my life. When it comes to prostate cancer, how important is early detection and tests like the digital rectal exam and the PSA test? So that's probably the most important message to share with everyone, that there is definitely a role for screening for prostate cancer, and it's nothing complicated, but if you're diagnosed early, your care rates can be extremely high, and you may not even need to be treated. But what's happened, I think, in the last 10, 15, 20 years is there's a little bit of complacency amongst primary care physicians and patients as well that, gosh, if I lived long enough, I might get prostate cancer, but I'm not going to die from it, so it's no big deal. But that's not true at all. This is a you know, second leading cause of cancer deaths in males in the United States, and it's very curable when caught early with a simple test of the PSA and that's often accompanied by a digital rectal exam to check the prostate. During my research for my book, Unaware, I found that many men avoid getting tests like the DRE and the PSA because they are afraid of a prostate cancer diagnosis. Would you explain to the men who are listening how a diagnosis of prostate cancer does not always mean surgery or in some cases any treatment? 
If a man has very early stage prostate cancer, they can be closely observed and not even treated. On the other hand, if someone elects not to have any screening at all and they come in with very advanced stages of cancer, then the treatments aren't that they can help buy patients time, but they're not in a situation where they're no longer curable. But the point is, majority of patients with curable prostate cancer don't have any symptoms. So that's why it's so important to have an annual PSA. Right now, it's recommended between 50 and 80, but there's some uh, leadway on that as well. When I heard about prostate cancer, it was always, it's slow growing, you get it in your later years, and you'll probably die of something other than prostate cancer. And I want to point out to the men out there, that's not always the case, because I was a young guy, I had fast growing prostate cancer, and if it wasn't detected when it was detected, I wouldn't be here right now. And just like you mentioned, I had no symptoms. You know, it is important for men to know, do you have a family history of prostate cancer? So if your dad or first degree relative had prostate cancer, that doubles your risk. So those guys for sure should be screened at the age of 50. African-American males, they also have a higher incidence of more aggressive prostate cancer. So one of the goals of screening is to detect early prostate cancer, but also to determine whether any intervention is needed. And there are other things that we can do, like a decipher test, that's a genomic test on the biopsy. If somebody is diagnosed with early stage prostate cancer, to give us more information if we should intervene sooner or later. We've been talking about early detection and who is at greater risk for prostate cancer. I want to talk about treatment options, but before I do, I want to remind everyone that what we are discussing on this podcast is for information purposes only and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition, make an appointment and talk with your doctor. Dr. Peter Wright, I know firsthand how overwhelming a prostate cancer diagnosis can be. What are some of the various treatment options for prostate cancer that men should know about? So surgery is certainly a very appropriate way to manage prostate cancer, but there are other equivalent options, and those include doing prostate brachytherapy, external beam radiation, and a combination of both, sometimes with doing ADT or what's called androgen deprivation therapy. And I think patients deserve to hear about their options. You are talking about brachytherapy for the treatment of prostate cancer. Can you tell us about brachytherapy and how it can give men an alternative to not having their prostate removed? The most common approach is called low-dose rate brachytherapy or a seed implant. So this is about a 45 to 60-minute outpatient procedure. Patients are asleep, their legs are up in stirrups. It's done under ultrasound guidance. And what we do is put a template or a grid over the ultrasound probe and we guide these needles into the perineum. And we need to get one of these radioactive seeds in about every seven to 10 millimeters. So we adequately cover the prostate. Those patients go home within two to three hours once they can urinate but it's a great option for guys who meet the criteria for this. And some of those criteria are they have good bladder function, their cancer is confined to the prostate, and there's very compelling evidence that this is as effective as surgery 
or daily radiation, and it's a very effective form of treatment, and it has 30 years of experience. You are on a mission to increase global access about brachytherapy treatment with your 310 initiative. What is this, and why is this so important? So what we've seen in the last 10, 15 years is that the number of brachytherapists in the U.S. is declining, and also the number of patients that have access to this technology is diminishing as well. And it's really, there's a number of reasons for this. One is the general population isn't aware of the value of brachytherapy. And secondly, the training programs are not producing a sufficient number of brachytherapists. So the 310 initiative is the goal is to train 30 brachytherapy teams. That means a physicist and a radiation oncologist over the next 10 years to help mitigate those declining rates. And so we've actually gained a lot of traction in the last year where we have about 20 sites in the U.S. on board to take a radiation oncology resident and train them for two months to learn the skill set because if they don't know how to do the procedure, they won't offer it and they'll probably just do daily radiation for six to eight weeks. Dr. Peter, this has been a very informative podcast that I hope will empower men to talk with their doctor about prostate cancer and early detection tests like the DRE and the PSA test. And when treatment is necessary for prostate cancer, you've shared some valuable knowledge about the various treatment options that men should know about. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Prostate Cancer Aware. Jonathan, I really appreciate the the time and energy that you put into public awareness. It's been a pleasure to spend some time with you. And I really want your audience to know that They should know their option, and they should get screened. That's going to do it for this edition of Prostate Cancer Aware. I'd like to thank my special guest, Dr. Daniel Peterite, who is a radiation oncologist in Rapid City, South Dakota, who has received national recognition for his expertise in brachytherapy, cancer disparities, and clinical trials. If you'd like more information about prostate cancer, early detection, men's health, or my new book, Unaware, which is about my battle with prostate cancer, visit our website at www.iknowmypsa.org. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Just click on the contact page on our website. I do read all email and social media posts, so feel free to reach out and say hello or just ask us a question for an upcoming show. I'm Jonathan Chance. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, stay aware and stay healthy. This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider.